Coffee matters most when cared for from plant to cup. We're committed to roasting and delivering a coffee drinking experience to be remembered. This podcast is brought to you by Cielo Coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. Hello. Hey. It's podcast o'clock. Oh, yeah. Well, not just o'clock. It's podcast month. <laughs> At least. It's been that long. That I'm long. Sure. What's what's happened what have you been up to in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure when we last chatted to everyone it was like we can do this weekly now but oh man we did just... do one didn't we from home yeah. oh we did a couple of lockdown ones didn't we but that then... feels like 10 years ago um sorry everybody it's not so been sorry. much if we've done some 11 a.m stuff connect. but we've not not been bringing you the uh the podcast what was, glory. What was the 11am for those who haven't caught that fun and delight? <laughs> well, I've, we've done a couple of um, highlights podcasts. Mm. Let's go back and have a listen. That was Facebook Live, 11am, every day in the uh, first round of lockdown, as we I now know. call it. So we managed to keep that going till the very beginning of August. Yeah. 11am. And then we went camping. Chats, then we went camping. <laughs> and then we got the cafe going again. Ah, then we had a headache all the time. (laughs) (laughs) What is this life? It's all busy, but good to be back. Yes, it is good to be back. And we've got a delightful looking coffee here that we're drinking. What's this going to be? Yeah, well, we're recording this in the morning at work, so we've got coffee as is needed. But this this is... is This is from um, our importer, Schluter, Arulam Europe, and... It is Jamaican Blue Mountain. Oh, hello. Which is a bit special. Hang on. Have you ever tried Jamaican Blue? Only 30 seconds ago because I couldn't resist it. Oh, <laughs> no, no. But other than that, I no, I've tried never it. tasted it in my life. But it's the one that you hear about like way back, isn't it? Like it's the one that... 70s, 80s, I'd say. Yes. It's like Blue Mountain. Yeah, Blue Mountain. And it's the one that is always, you know, 20 quid for a little bag. Yeah. Well, um, these days we'll make it thirty. It's no. thirty now. No. <laughs> so I know, no, I never have. It's always sounded like the the posh one, and then I thought I went through a stage of thinking, was that just a gimmick before we really knew much about coffee? Exactly. And now I think with speciality grading and things, they've actually nailed a high quality Jamaican mm. Blue Mountain, which it probably always was, but they're able to grade it and prove it. And in the roast, I think that also may have changed well, a bit since the 80s. Couldn't comment on my, you know, my skill set. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite important. But, so why are we trying it? We're trying it because our importers um, got a relational, new relationship with a guy that's come over to the UK to try and um, promote their Jamaican Blue Mountain Coffee. Yeah, amazing. But they're not getting paid very well. And it's his family business. So it's his... I think it's his in-laws that are over there growing the coffee um, and really struggling with the the chain yeah. is a common, common yeah, issue. Definitely. And, you know, our import is so heart-driven, you know, Phil, we, we absolutely love him. And, and he came straight to us and went, Nick, this is great coffee. You'll love the guy. Here's a video of him playing guitar. <laughs> oh, did he? I haven't <laughs> seen that. That's cool. <laughs> Which is amazing. Worship Aww. music. Oh, we need church to, can we get out of COVID and go visit? And so he, he knew he knew what tipped my box. So um, I'd love to do a coffee origin trip to Jamaica, just sliding that in there. Yeah. I know. Well, I did say, Phil, we'll have to. 
you went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got it to taste. I mean, it's not going to be the cheapest. No, but it shouldn't be if they're... But exactly. We're not about... If they've got really good trees and good pro- good crops. So can we try it? Let's I'm try it. To, Let's no slurp down yet. the microphone for everyone's ear. Oh, wow. It's, I think it might be my favourite ever coffee. Really? I don't know if it's that just... I, it, actually... I think my first coffee of the day is always my favourite coffee anyway, because <laughs> I'm ready for it, but... Do you know what that is? That so is like the fullest mouthfeel though, isn't it? That's got everything. When you try and think what it is, is it acidic? Is it sweet? Is it chocolatey? Is it nutty? It's got a little bit of everything going on balanced. It's just very balanced. It's very balanced. It's very nice. I like sweetness come through. You can taste all of it, can't you? Nothing's missing. Certainly not roasty or anything like that, but it's got a fullness to it that you could drop a little bit of milk in that as well. It's a... Well, you can tell brewed on a V60, it's got a a decent... It's not got the light oranginess of the African coffees, which is their... That's their good point isn't it the fruitiness yeah yeah so you can tell it's different in its when it's brewed through and black because it's not as orangey it is brown and but it's good that is it's not dark is it it's kind of interestingly not dark but looks darker but we're gonna have to get our hands on some of this yeah so and it's really great we're gonna try and we might even try and get them on the podcast, the farmers. That would be cool. You could play guitar together. Ah, <laughs> duetting with Jamaica. Oh yeah. So yeah, we should definitely do that. That's, so what else has been going on? That's in lush. There? Oh, um, load. You know, holidays, trips overseas. Or not? No, nothing. No. No, nothing. <laughs> What's been going on? We've refitted a cafe. We've opened. We are yeah. attempting to run on. 70 75% income on a good spot. Yeah, it's a real challenge, isn't it? But feel really proud that it feels a safe environment. It's very safe. And that's that was yeah. our key really in all of this. Yeah, we waited a... ages, didn't we? We didn't open until start of September. Yeah. Mid September. Mid September in the end. We aimed for the start of September. Yeah. But it was and everyone busy, else was busy. July and stuff, but we just we weren't ready, so it wasn't but we just wanted to we wanted to refit and look great, but we wanted to get it safe. So the big question, oh. is the marquee inside or outside? Oh, is the marquee inside or outside? I know. So we've got a big yard. If you haven't been to our HQ Roastery Cafe, then we have a massive, well, biggish yard out It's pretty big, to pretty be fair. pretty decent for an indie cafe. And um, it's about Well, what's the size of the long. marquee? Well, the marquee is 10 metres by 6 10 by metres. 6. So it's a big marquee. You know, people are like, can I book my wedding here? And we're like, no, <laughs> you can't have weddings in the moment. But the, so we've put up a big marquee because we thought we need to sep- spread out seating. Yeah. And. And the airflow and ventilation out there is chilly, but safe. People, I think people who are cautious feel safe out there exactly it's it a feels, step safer yeah isn't it? and it means we can have as many people through our doors which is good yeah as previously you can't cope off two tables yeah so it works but the question is with tier three looming yeah where we are sorry if you're listening to this later then um is the marquee inside outside boris if you're listening 
Boris is, he's so bored he's listening to this. He's <laughs> not bored. <laughs> so. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's uh, the big dilemma. Well, but... we're going with outside for now. Because I, until we, oh, we? until we find. It's kind of. Legislation different. I mean, we have the whole side up, don't we? So yeah. it keeps it very ventilated. I think it's to do with airflow. Yeah. So we're, we're, uh, and people are sitting far apart anyway. Anyway, so we should talk open. about us. I mean, not us. Oh gosh, we need a but session. <laughs> Counselling. It's always fun to catch up on what we've been watching. Oh yeah. About us. On oh BBC. us, literally not. Yes. Uh, oh, I see the program. The program on Caught you there, BBC. BBC. So don't worry, this I'm not going funny. to a deep and meaningful about us. Okay, us. two minute chat on us, but not on us. <laughs> But this one, so we thought we'd watch it. Yeah, has anyone seen it? What's that, the guy in it? I feel like we should know his name. Um, he's particularly Paul famous. Gambaccini, I want to call him, but he's not. Paul Gambaccini <laughs> is not. No. But we st- we watched it. Yep. It's I, I, I enjoyed it. So why are we watching it? We thought we'd watch something a bit light-hearted and a bit different from the tense. So the kids have been desperate to watch a bit of Stranger Things, which is whole heap of different uh <laughs> yeah so we wanted to watch intense. something that wasn't just high intensity because that isn't is not your favorite is it when it's just non-stop high intensity drama no. thriller s which is mostly kind of life in it even in, even boring drama to be honest <laughs> i'm a bit more of a, a comedy, comedy light-hearted yeah sitcom romance yeah maybe <laughs> Well, we thought we'd try this one. So we tried this. And I was enjoying it, yeah. We were watching it. I found it relaxing to not have to overthink a plot. I like delving into why people tick the way they tick and why they're making decisions the way they are and how that affects people. All the whole, like, relationship viewing. I like that. Even though I don't always agree with... You don't mean I agree with all the decisions they're making, but I enjoy watching yeah. the journey that they're going on, which this was a massive journey. We probably can't give it away, can we? Can we give no, it away? No, but I, let's talk about episode two. Okay, because you were so stressed. <laughs> we finished the episode and Nick's like falling off the sofa in horror. I think halfway through you said, Nick, Nick, we just turned it off? I nearly got you an oxygen and tank. I didn't even know why, because I didn't realise. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> Anxiety ridden. I was fidgeting... I was like rubbing my eyes. Yeah, clicking and your teeth. I realised that I was getting as as nerv- as kind of tense from their relationship you as were. you get on just a tense drama. Yeah, with guns and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't, you couldn't cope with the emotional journey. I don't think. Oh come on! I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm. <laughs> you wanted it just sorted. You like things? No, you like things sorted. I was so you very, couldn't answer it very for them. frustrated by their relationship and wanted to jump in and, and help <laughs> because you could see that they, it was really frustrating because then they kept, if you haven't seen it, we're not going to talk about the end, but at this point they were doing a lot of go backs to when they first got together, yeah. flashbacks, and then they obviously, um, and the, 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 the situation from the first scene everyone knows if you read about it is that they are due to go on a big tour of Europe with their son who's about to fly the nest. And the wife says, I think we should split up because we've gone different ways, really. Yeah. So 
but they still do the holiday. But they go so for the program the is the holiday journey. And who knows what would happen with that? But that whole relationship thing, I was just getting so frustrated. I felt well, like it takes you on the journey of are they going to sort it? Are they really going to not sort it? But there's nothing definite at all till the end. And I just felt really sad that they kind of had got together in the beginning because they were so polar different in yeah. their in their characters. You know that actually, you know, know, but some you know opposites attract sometimes. But I guess that's she's so super arty. He was so super sciencey, and that was obviously the point. But um, you kind of go back to being and go, oh man, you're gonna this is gonna be a challenge anyway. But then they obviously have real moments where they really click, and it was it was interesting. It kind of just made me think about how unappreciative of what we have, but also which is always nice. But also, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, what is our common thing is a really important thing to hold on to. Yeah. And like, I was reading the other day, over the weekend, I think, I read an article about the Gogglebox couple, the older, posh couple. Oh, nutty old, and nutty. Nutty and nutty. <laughs> and, we, and what Gogglebox is, oh, they're so funny. hilarious. And nutty and nutty have come into their own. They're, they're so funny, aren't they? I mean, I think to begin with, we were a bit like, oh, who are these? But they're well, they're hilarious. eccentrically funny, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. But I was reading an article or an interview with her, the lady, who said that the, the whole vlogger box saved their marriage. Yeah. Because they got to the point where, you know, older kids and they just, you know, didn't really see each other during the day, very different interests. And through doing Gogglebox, they re- remi- remembered how they really love each other's humour. and yeah. And it's drawn them together. I think that's amazing. You have to have something in common, don't you? If you're not doing anything together or got anything yeah. in common. And it, it's difficult. It's really, I mean, you know. Whereas us, we do everything no, together. There's no, exactly. There's no there's escape. No perfect, is there? But it's. <laughs> so there you go. If you want high tense drama, <laughs> more tense than a thriller. Oh, my goodness. Us. Is it us or about us? I don't uh, know. Just but us, yeah. Tom Hollander, that's who it is, Tom isn't it? Hollander, yes, he's very good. Yeah. She, I didn't know if it was the script or a right. Or I think it was the script. I think you wouldn't like that kind of person. Maybe. But the, the, maybe <laughs> I'm quite arsed as well, so I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Is it her? Is it what? What is it? Why did I not like her? But for the first two episodes, I think she gets actually a bit better as a... The, the whole script of her part is yeah for the the first two episodes she's you take her at face value and then i think by the third one you have empathy for why she's frustrated with him she shows no emotion at all and i didn't know if that was the acting or (laughs) the script for the first (laughs) guys anyway anyway it's been fun (laughs) at least care now we're watching something dull again so it'll be fine anyway what have we got going on today then in this podcast today we are gonna um skip over to an interview we did on an 11 a.m with a guy called dan from incredible edible which is a a national well international yeah little kind of organization community structure it's kind of very grassroots entity yeah they call themselves i don't know i'm not sure i guess it's got some charitable status but yeah so incredible edible started in todmorden and you can find a TED talk on the origins of that from the uh, woman who set it up. And it's come to Garforth, thanks to a guy called Dan. So he's going to tell us about what it is, what they're up to, and how we can get involved as well. Dan, welcome. 
welcome. Thank you. A few people will know um, Dan's from Incredible Edible, which has uh, been running in Garforth for about a year, yeah, yeah. said. It's also an um, international um, company project, community project. Started in Todmorden. I actually watched a bit of the TED talk of yeah. the, is she Mary? Or, Mary, yeah. yeah. Um, this morning, did my research. Well, <laughs> but it's really cool. It's worth watching. It's um, if you can, you can find it on YouTube, and I'll post a link to it of just how they started in Topperton ten years ago and um, just got on with growing stuff. Um, and she was talking about these different plates that are worth spinning, which I probably won't remember, but it was definitely involving community and business and all the different aspects that make up our local life and how um, food is a good thing that brings everyone together. So growing edibles. Um, as well as the beautiful flowers that Garth in Bloom do, but having things growing that are edible, um, what impact that can have on community life, even just bringing people to areas. But Dan, Dan yeah. spotted this gap in the market because he spotted a gap outside his house. <laughs> so, <laughs> just tell us how, yeah. you, how you got into this whole thing. Absolutely. So it did. It started a year ago. Um, we found a patch of grass outside our house and thought, we, we can do better. We can do better with that. So had this idea of, of growing strawberries really just um just to start off with because most people know what strawberries look like um and and kids walking past on the way to school can can take some and, yeah. and you know see what a strawberry plant looks like but also then see what else might be in that bed that they could they could try and um it's, it's just taken off from there it's great it's really good mm. i would be picking strawberries that i walk past in the shop <laughs> and it's nice that, to have that permission isn't it i think i think you often see things or people have kind of um what they called allotments and yeah. it, there's so much stuff on them but it is and it's a great thing but it is quite a personal thing whereas something shared like that and surplus and where you don't feel like you're cheeky taking something but yeah, sharing of it's brilliant it's a good point because there's we, what we put on our website is a wild food map because actually as soon as you you see what um you know a, a cherry tree looks like for example mm. you find out that they're everywhere there's lots of cherry trees around garford and there's apple trees and pear trees and blackberries and elderflower and you can do some amazing things with them not just eat them you can you know make cocktail cocktails elderflower cocktails yeah. and cordials mm. and things like that mm. and um yeah so we're, we're just trying to create a bit more awareness that this this food is there for anyone to take it's it's wild food as well as um, being able to grow things yourself so. yeah might have more success with your carrots than I did. Um, <laughs> seriously wonky carrots. They were all, our son's called Josh and they were all the J. He thought they were all personally for him because they were all just like this. But they're the best things. I mean, that, we, we've got a four-year-old and she won't eat strawberries out the fridge. Yeah. But she'll eat the strawberries in our garden. So yeah. it just, it just goes to show. Clever. Yeah. No, it's it funny, isn't it? How when you're invested into it in some way, then you do feel like... Oh yeah, I'll give that a try. Yeah. Our kids are definitely eating more from the garden. Like yeah. tomatoes is a big one. You, you grew some tomatoes this yeah. summer. And peas from the pod. They never make it to the pan yeah. or anything. They just they peel the peas out and then they're gone. But they're raw, yeah. 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 It's nice. It is good. So what have you found this year then? You've, you've been doing, obviously, lockdown with some challenges. Yeah. How's that kind of adapted? And yeah, we, you... we, we, we wanted to go public in a big way. We wanted to kind of have these edible beds at the heart of communities, in, in the heart of, you know, in the middle of streets and things like that. And, and we couldn't do that. We, mm. we just couldn't do that with lockdown. But we, we've adapted to it and we've still established the beds. And, and we, we see people walking past on dog walks and, and people stop. And it creates that curiosity. Um, 
and uh, when, when, when I was tending to one of the beds recently, um, one of the neighbours came out to, to have a chat and, uh, and he'd never heard of celeriac and this was a guy in kind of his 70s, didn't know what celeriac was, what it looked like, what he could do with it. Yeah. And they're the kind of things that, that we will go on to do in, in terms of posting recipes and things to, to the website. Mm. But um, yeah, we, we, we managed to get the beds established, which is good and, and that's... That's got people thinking a little bit, and um, we adapted in a way that we we actually sent out um, CPACs to people that um, many of whom were shielding during lockdown. We sent out kind of home growing packs, so a little tray and some compost and some seeds. Right. And um, and we set up a group, so we've got our public page on Facebook, but we set up a, a discussion group that people can make a connection with because yeah. that that's really what it's about. It's about people. Um, we, we use food, as you say, as, as the leveler that everyone's got that in common, but mm. we, we use, we're use we about people and community and bringing people together. Yeah, and I'll stick all those links on. I'll do a little post after this, linking to the page and things so people can find the local one as well. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? And um, tell us how it's developed a little bit beyond food specifically with that people in mind yeah. and what, what you've been going on to this so, so as you say, Linda, we're, we're about community, learning, and business. That's the three places. Yeah, but specifically, <laughs> specifically small business. So, so supporting you know places like Cielo and, and encouraging them to be part of, of um, you know, Cielo is, is a key part of the community and encouraging people through the door and um, learning as well around schools, but but adult learning and, and skill sharing, and then the community aspect, bringing people together, has taken us down so many different avenues and. One in particular at the moment is, is around art and, and creating that curiosity and, and being able to use art as a vehicle to do that and, and bringing a bit of colour to Main Street as well. So we have a mural um, that uh, Penny and Angela are, uh, are currently working on yeah. that's on the side of Emsley's. It looks and amazing, go and find it. It's, yeah, it's really starting to, to take shape now and... Um, looking at further wall space along Main Street. So yeah. if anyone wants to donate a wall space, then, then let us know. And we, we want to get local artists contributing to that. Yeah, that's brilliant. And we're going to have a look and see what we can do. Um, I was just saying, it's a bit ironic that we've just filled our backyard with a massive marquee. Why marquee? Because <laughs> um, for years we've had that space, haven't we? And it's been, uh, if you haven't been to the cafe, we've got the big courtyard out the back and it's got like four blank walls and lots of room. and. Um, and at the moment it's filled with tables and seats, but we're going to have a look and see what we can do and how we can take part effectively in Incredible Edible and help to contribute to the community feel as ever, hopefully. So. I love how many levels there are. It's great, isn't it? That it, on the one hand, it's just about, you know, growing your own food and helping lots of generations kind of remember and go back to the beginning of yeah. this is where our food comes from, this is how easily we can do it. Mm. But, this is what's growing, like saying, wildly around you and all of that. I love that. But also the fact that that then brings, leads to bring people together. Yeah. It's so powerful, isn't it? And it's totally what we're about. And it's just, I love the, the creative ways we can constantly spend kind of just drawing relationally, helping people connect um, yeah. in that way. And obviously it's a challenge at the moment in certain spheres but even being able to give out the creatively you know yeah. seeds to people that have to isolate or shield or whatever then there's still a connection there by being part of something together shared yeah. isn't it a shared experience is really important in connection so i love that I yeah love that. it is it's needed more than ever like you say we need to be kinder to everybody and we need to bring people together and stay in touch and um, 
yeah, there's, it just ticks so many boxes. There's, there's composting and there's food waste and, and there's recycling as well that you know, we, we can tap into and, and we're, yeah. we're keen to be um, promoting as well. Yeah, they'd be really useful elements because there's only so much that gets recycled yeah. from our house picked up at the door at the minute, isn't there? So, yeah. And it's having the space for those things. Not everyone's got room for compost or for Definitely. even growing things. So yeah. shared spaces are good for that too. It's really it's cool. Good. I love I love how practical it is what you're, what you're bringing as well. I love, you know, you hear a lot and you always feel like, you know, moved by when you when you read about, you know, how terrible the some some of the food sourcing can be, or where where our waste goes, and all that kind mm. of stuff. And I do feel that we need more projects like this that, that kind of go well. Here's a practically how we can make you know make steps in yeah. the right direction because yeah. it does feel sometimes crippling being told, you know, we're we're ruining our world, but not quite being sure. How we can, you know, practically make those steps. So well done. I love that. It's, yeah. really it's, it's it's interesting to see the impact that we can have because because sometimes you're right. It can feel overwhelming. Like we we, we can't have uh, we can't change what's what's going on. But actually, we can have an impact in Garforth. And there's so many more villages around Garforth that want to be involved, like Kippox and South Milford and Sherburn, and even going around the East Leeds corridor, like Crossgate, Seacroft, mm -hmm. have, have kind of got in touch with us. So all of a sudden, that impact is, is magnified mm -hmm. in quite a big way. And um, yeah. it's all about being the change you want to see, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And nothing's too small, is it? No. Can be, yeah. They can feel small, but it doesn't mean too small to have an impact. So. Definitely. We, we can all do our bit. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was, I, I was also reflecting as well when we've been talking about this, on the difference that the In Bloom group made to our area, so Garforth In Bloom for us has been, yeah. we've watched kind of materialise over the years, and I've just been fascinated how the process of having this wonderful team of people locally who are investing into making our streets look better by having flowers and, mm. and, and plants and things that, that visually show that people care and I think there's been a real change in the area through having such a, a in one way simple project that you think is about making things look good but I think there's a pride that comes up there's, there's yeah. something that makes people go oh I, I love where I live it's beautiful it's I'm really proud of it and and that's really important for our young people as well isn't it coming through going actually you know people care about where they live it's not just you know, it's just not just where I've been landed and this is where I've been born and I'm stuck with it. Actually, people care about it and I think that's a really good model setting for our kids and getting them involved yeah. like this as well. I think there's, I love the creativity of this. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. and Garfield and Bloom work so, so hard. They were out Sunday morning yeah. and they're out this Sunday morning as well and everything just stopped in lockdown, didn't it? And, yeah. and there were a lot of villages and a lot of in, in Bloom groups that, that didn't plant flowers this year but Garth mm -hmm. Bloom did and yeah, um, yeah it, it, it does it makes such, it makes such a difference it does it's really good we love it love it is there any comments to chat about or are we uh, no I we, think it's we're just we're a bit distant from you today <laughs> <laughs> So, so we're just checking in so we said incredible edible and Chloe working together perfect with a few of our viewers over lockdown so we particularly have been growing things and yes learning loads about haven't we like what you should do with the carrots <laughs> when you should pick them yeah and like just debates of things we didn't know but the a load of the shared connection was 
overgrowing stuff and yeah. even going and finding elderflower. We all did that one week. We all went and found elderflowers and made some cordial and um, yeah. So it's really good. And we had Guinea Jean Gardener on Lee as well. I don't know yeah. his own name, but um, I don't know if he is. Who also, you know, is giving some great resources like his book that came out this year about how to grow uh, things with your kids at home and yeah. it's something. Uh, just something really good about it. it's really it's really healthy isn't it i love yeah. i love what you're doing and, and the best thing about it is we, we don't really have a clue what we're doing when it comes to growing so we, <laughs> we're, we're still learning yeah. as well but um yeah no it's um yeah we're enjoying it we're, we're having a good uh, yeah well done and yeah. thanks and we we want to get involved as yeah. CLA and um yeah we'll work out how keep up with good work i love you. what you're doing and if you guys are inspired then you can get involved we'll put some links below for how you can get involved locally and if you haven't got a group of incredible edibles near you, then move to Garforth. <laughs> well, obviously, we'll get that extreme. I can say you could get in touch and set one up, but yes, um, yes, you in could, your yeah. community because I think yeah. that's the model, isn't it? Yeah, we're, we're really keen to um, because of the amount of villages and, and other communities that, that want to be involved because they recognize that it brings people together. That um, we're, we're really happy to support other groups getting involved as well. You know, we're all volunteers and uh, we're still learning as we go along. But yeah. we've, we've done a lot of the, the kind of hard work in terms of being constituted, getting a bank account, having to do the policies and the insurance. And, you know, we yeah. can support other groups with that. So. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having it's me. It's been good. And thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> So yeah, we'd love you to subscribe um, and go with us on our journey. We've got some weeks ahead and uh, yeah, we'd love you to set out with us. We've got some offers we'll be doing, bits of coffee information we'll be giving you. So it'd be great if you could follow us. And we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got website, we've even got the old TikTok starting, which is epic. So find us out there. It's CLO, which is just CLO Coffee and you'll uh, spot us around the place.